Boom, and we're back. Billy Bray's in the hot seat, Disruption Nation. Welcome back. Billy, how you doing, man? I'm fantastic, man. I'm uh, glad to be back on the show. This is going to be fun. You're only the second person I've ever had back two times. There's obviously good reason for that. And uh, we have a lot to catch up on, honestly, more than we'll have time to catch up on today. But yeah. it's going to be fantastic regardless. So I'm excited. I actually pulled this guy. He's in Bora Bora right now on his honeymoon. If anybody watches him on Facebook, he just got married. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How's that feel? We have a tan you line it's pixelated. You can tell. It's just a representation of where I just got back from. So if you see me moving around, no, it's not really the picture, but it, it actually looks better in person, as, as you might imagine, with a lot of neat places. Most of you guys have been. Pictures don't do it justice, but uh, yeah, heck of a long plane trip, but worth it and back in action, full swing in business. So yeah, no, he, he's back right away. I mean, Let's see. Uh, but yeah, somebody asked me, I was joking with you a minute ago saying, you got Billy to be on, like, isn't he, is he going to take, is he going to do the disruption nation from Bora Bora? <laughs> <It's> like, <no. laughs> We're good friends, but you know, <laughs> I woke I would, up at uh, 4 30 in the morning to be on your podcast, Taylor. So that's you. right. That's right. Yeah. 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 You know, the things that B does for his groomsmen, you know, no. <laughs> So, awesome. all right, well, shoot, man, I can't, I mean, yeah, we, we got some business and stuff we're going to get into, but how is Bora Bora? Uh, Bora Bora is fantastic. I mean, it, it's kind of like the, the pinnacle trip for me and for Brooke. Uh, we didn't have to negotiate where we were going. It was just kind of like, that's where she wanted to go. That's where I wanted to go. Boom, we're doing it. Um, it the pictures don't do it justice. It's basically, if you don't know where it is, it's in the South Pacific, far south basically like far south Hawaii, okay? Uh, between here and Australia, be between California and Australia in the middle of the South Pacific, it's a volcano basically by itself and it's uh, got the best waters. I mean, we swam with sharks, we swam with manta rays, uh, just all the, just your wildest imagination, all the cool stuff that happened. Uh, the food's a little bit funky because it's mostly American food, um, but they got some decent fish and views are out of this world we did all the you know bachelor uh type stuff you know like newlywed, you, know, newlywed you, stuff. Do, you do the helicopter you do the diving you go with the humpback whales and do the private dive all that stuff we did it, it was just over the top really cool the trip of a lifetime for sure that was amazing that was amazing i am um, i i called him last last wednesday and we were on their last lunch i think on the way to the airport i was surprised i got a hold of you but i'm glad you're back safe Congratulations to yeah. Brooke and to you, and uh, I couldn't be happier for you guys, man. So, what a great Thanks way for to being launch. a big part of it. Yep, thank you very much. What a great way to launch into uh, Mary Life. I was talking to my dad about you a couple of days ago too, and he was like, "Man, I've never seen a groom glow at a wedding in the front of the church like that before." And I've been to a lot of weddings, so testament to you. You know, sorry, it was a lot of fun. Well, I'm glad they were able to come, and it, it was weird, you know. And hats off to Brooke for planning this. We got engaged February 14th, and about a week later, we we're in France. About a week later, uh, this thing started coming towards us, and uh, the the virus started. It went from Italy to France, back to America. So we outran it, kind of on the way back, and spent the entire six or seven months planning this kind of oddball wedding that turned out beautiful. It's like, what can we do? What can't we do? And um, I just hats off to her and it was, it was really cool. You know, everybody thinks that their wedding's awesome. So I'll stop talking about mine because uh, nobody really cares, but it was fantastic. And I'm glad that your folks were involved and 
thank you for being uh, a groomsman. That was fantastic. Lots of fun. And it, it, it was beautiful. But then also, and I kind of jokingly say to our close friends, you know, the highlight of 2020, obviously for me is, uh, is the wedding. Um, but then like, and I'm sure we'll get into some of this too, but like, what can you do in your business to either right now or during this weird downtime to just launch into 21, you know? So I'm sure we'll get into that, but it's, it's really where my head's at. Now that the wedding's behind me, honeymoon's behind me, I've got one quarter is a ramp up for 2021 to hit it with a ton of momentum. So uh, that's where my focus is now. I'm excited for you, brother. I mean, seriously, on all, on all levels, and not that you are the type of individual that needs any kind of extra added motivation. You're always just kind of charged up and ready to go. I think we share on the enthusiasm scale. We're pretty, you know, we're, we're right there. <laughs> pretty, pretty parallel. But whenever you have a life milestone, something big like that, oh man, you know, like for me, it was, you know, when, when, you know, wife was pregnant in my marriage also, it's just, it's, 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 it's pretty motivating, man. So, uh, I am, yeah, I feel like I know where you're at a little bit and I'm, I'm pumped, I'm pumped for you, man. It's a, it's a special place in your life and you know that. So anyway, all right. So everybody knows that you're married now and that you went to Bora Bora, <laughs> which is awesome. But uh, business-wise, you know, this Disruption Nation, it's a, it's a platform where we, we highlight people that are disrupting their space in a positive way. You know, it's, just, it's been awesome to watch a lot of different aspects these top 40 under 40 commercial insurance broker, one of the best in the, uh, in the country, you know, best in the nation. This is not Houston. You know I mean? Like I just did actually have it right here. I wouldn't plan on, you know, linking these two, but this is, you know, top 40 under 40 uh, realtors in the greater Houston market, which is a huge honor, but you know, to be top 40 under 40 in the, in the nation, obviously huge accomplishments. So kudos to you, man. I, you know, it's been awesome watching you. Uh, he's on, he's on the Houston real producer advisory board. Uh, for good reason. You know, I, I love bouncing ideas off of people that I respect a lot in their space that are, uh, you know, just innovative. I'll just uh, leave it there because I think you'll be able to figure out kind of what B's all about throughout the next, you know, several minutes and uh, topics that we're going to, we're going to discuss today. And then he got me involved and thank you into the downtown Houston Rotary Club. I've gotten to meet some of the coolest people, Apollo astronauts, I mean, you know, recent astronauts, old astronauts, you know, just political figures and some of the, and God, they do such a, an amazing job giving back on so many different levels. So um, thank you for, uh, you know, so I'm, he, he's on my board and, you know, he invited me and, you know, I, I help out with, you know, with, uh, with their board and it's, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun, man. Anyway, welcome to the show, bro. How you but, doing? But, and, and before we go past that and not to just, you know, this is all sincerity, you've taken that opportunity, which a lot of people have had and you've ran with it and you've taken advantage of the opportunity to, to grow and to run with it. And you're on the board of directors less than what, less than a year and a half being a member. Uh, so you've gone from not knowing much about it, except for what I've talked to you about um, just in social time <laughs> and, and now being a pillar of it. Um, and you've got the respect of the entire club, 150 people almost. And uh, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun to see what guys like me and you and the others, um, you know, really do to, to, to build this, this community. It's a club and yes, it's rotary, but it's really this community, more of an ecosystem of how we work together and feed each other. And Matt Bertram's going to get involved and Freddie G is going to get involved. Tex Christopher is going to get involved. All these guys are kind of on the outside. And, you know, if we can take our networks and combine them and cross pollinate each other's networks, a lot of this podcast is about that 
um, then that's where a lot of magic happens. So you know this person that somebody else should know, and then you bring them together at a lunch meeting to meet Dan Patrick, Lieutenant Governor, whatever, and then boom, something, a business relationship or a personal relationship or both could spark. And that's, I mean, that's what a lot of it's about, not what it's all about, but that's a huge part of it. And so it's it's just really cool. And I encourage your watch, watchers, listeners to look up your uh, your local club too, uh, uh, rotary.org. I think you can find your local one, so. Yeah, and then, you know, not only did you bring me in, but you brought me into uh, one of the best or fastest growing clubs in the world, right? I mean, over the last 18 months, it's just, uh, that's, that's mind blowing in itself. And then, like you said, the, the people are phenomenal. I, I had to glance down at my phone just to remember who I just talked to a second ago. But some of the cool people that we get to talk to an hour ago, I'm, I was on the phone with uh, Senator Cruz's, uh, let's see, what, what's his title here? Chief of Staff, 30 minutes That's ago. Big. Shout That's out to big. Jason Fuller. You know, I mean, like the people that we get to meet and interact with, it's, uh, it's you know, pretty cool. It's just not, not everybody that you know, most people get to talk to you on a regular basis. And, and like I said, they do so much good. So it's just, uh, it's awesome. And it's, it's a great network. And, and, and just to go one step, because I feel compelled to right now, because we're talking about, about Rotary and it's supposed to be about you, man, but I don't know. It's, uh, you know, with, with, uh, within the group, you know, um, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I was going to, I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't talk negatively on, on any other groups or associations. So I'm just not. Okay. <laughs> there's I'm, a, there's I'm a safe face. It's a great group. There you go. All right. So let's see here. Switching gears. Uh, president of uh, Outsource Risk Managers. Tell me about that, man. Because you formed this. You've been in the in the uh, in the space for 13 years. But tell tell us about uh, where you are now and kind of how you got there. And let's segue. And I want to make this more about you than you know, more boring weddings and. Yeah, and I could <clears throat> I could talk at this segment for an hour, but I'll just kind of boil it down. And this is, I, when I came, when you invited me to be on the show, I said, I want to talk about value add, how to, how to create more value, differentiation factors, things like that. So I'll start off before I talk about me and what I do. It's kind of like, if, if you're being audited by the IRS, who do you want to hire to help you? you probably want to hire the CPA that used to work at the IRS, right? Because they know the ins and the outs and the, you know, just how things work. And so if they're now leveling the playing field for you to help you get through this dilemma, if you will, um, that's probably a really good thing. And so for me, I worked at the big billion dollar insurance companies for several years and I saw, I learned a lot of things. Uh, some great, some not so great. And so, you know, I decided that I wanted to form a company that leveled the playing field for the consumer. And so my business is commercial insurance. We do liability and workers comp and auto and uh, commercial property, all the, all the types of policies that go along with that. There's probably 20 or more uh, that I didn't name. But what I see happening is, consumers, in this case, businesses, companies, they buy insurance and they expect it to work. Well, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't work. I just got off the phone with the client uh, before I got on, on, the, on here and they had a claim and it actually worked. They had a small deductible. They got the full payout back to normal. They're happy. It's not always the case. Insurance companies, I think you guys would agree. Typically, it's really expensive. It's very complicated. And so I want to help the consumer 
have a better experience. Basically, our slogan is we help you get better insurance. We do that in a, in a variety of ways. But after seeing the ins and outs of the big, bad billion dollar insurance companies and understanding what consumers and what businesses really want and need, they want something that's fairly priced and that works and that's relatively easy to use or to administer. It's that simple. And a lot of companies, a lot of brokerages um, overcomplicate that. And so my firm is basically together um, to help clients get more resources, more value, and the best pricing available all in one place. Because there's a lot of my competitors that will do one of those things or maybe two of those, but they don't do all of them. And so my job when I started the company was to be able to walk into a prospect and say, here's our list of value added services and make sure that it's 25 to 50% longer than my next biggest competitor. And so that's essentially what we've done. That's essentially stacking the deck. You know, I mean, I, one of my favorite places to come from is from a place of logic. And I mean, that's, the, I mean, sounds like that's what you're doing just with a, an incredible level of customer service, you know, being the, the forefront of, of uh, you know, what you're offering to your prospects, which I think is phenomenal. So in, I mean, speak to, you know, the industries that you're currently serving and then, and then, uh, and then also some, maybe some industries that, that you'd like to like to work with. Yeah. So when it comes down to, I mean, your listeners or your viewers, if somebody's got a random insurance question, no matter what business you're in, I'll yield your phone call or uh, send you an email back. I'll give free advice. I don't mind doing that. I think that it is just the right thing to do it and, and it helps build the brand too. But we're targeting, um, we're targeting middle market companies, typically blue collar type of industries um, that have big expensive insurance bills and that typically have claims. So when you look at like manufacturing, oil field services, uh, anything that's going to be like an industrial type of company or contractors that work for the oil field or that work for the industrial plants, that's what we're targeting with our marketing resources. But we, we help companies that are startups. I've got a handful of buddies, um, Taylor, you're one of them. You've, you know, you've got a you've got a business that doesn't meet that criteria, and it's like, hey, I need some help with my insurance, and I want somebody that I know, like, and trust, and that knows how to get things done. I'll, I'll help those individuals. So half my book of business is the big, nasty, kind of hairy stuff that people have claims and they spend a million dollars on insurance, and then the other half is my close relationships, my friends that I just really want to shepherd their uh, their stuff uh, to make sure that they get treated fairly if they have a claim and that they don't get taken advantage of by the big bad insurance company. So I, I don't want to muddy down what I'm targeting, but I think that there's a difference between what I will do and then where we spend our marketing dollars. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, it's uh, I didn't even, cause I mean, I've heard you talk about it. You know, I, I know that it's a, uh, you know, Pasadena, you know, big uh, dump truck, like, you know, companies, yeah. right. Or, you know, trash, trash services. What is it? Waste management. Yeah. Stuff like that. that. Like, you see yeah. the trucks driving around <laughs> like yeah. a whole fleet of them. That, that's a good client, you know, prospect for me, you know, we're uh, Billy's words, you know? So I'm like, okay, well bought this Houston real producer franchise, you know, got to get insurance for it. He's like, I got you, you know? And I'm like, wait, what? It's like, I thought you were trying to insure the, 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 the dump trucks in, in, in the city, but anyway, so I am, but I don't want you to go to somebody else and get, you know, uh, have a bad experience. We'll just say it nicely. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate that. And it's, uh, I don't know, it, it, 
you can tell just within a few minutes of, uh, of talking to you, and I know that your prospects, I know that's why you're having a phenomenal year and, and honestly a, a phenomenal career. You know, when you have somebody that you know, I can trust, that's knowledgeable, that's going to be there for you, a phone call away, it's such, it, it's, it's such, that, that, that's what makes deals happen. You know, I mean, it's not just a business. I mean, there's all, there are always people behind the business and having somebody that's going to get about for you. I mean, everybody wants that, you know, even if it's not your, insurance guy but i mean you know, just somebody on your staff right you know your team i mean you, you need to and you are that you know you're 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 a team player from afar for who for your client right i mean that, that's kind of how i view you and i know that. It, it, it's all about no matter what industry you're in and whether you think insurance is boring or it doesn't apply to you because you don't buy it or whatever just the, the thing that i've really adopted and this was from cutco training when i was 18 that taylor and i went through the same training but it's like if your price is x and I hope you, you can see my hand so it's not pixelated. In yeah, your yeah, value, I got you. In your, in your value is why. Well, the value is below the price. So let's raise the value, okay? Now it's, now, now maybe somebody's going to buy it because the price and the value are close. But if the value is up here and the price is here, then they're going to buy that thing every time. And so what I always challenge myself with is how can I add more value to my client experience? People say, oh, I want cheap insurance and uh, uh, I want my renewal 30 days before it renews and all these other stuff. And I say that with a little bit of a, uh, an attitude connotation because that's true, but that's what everybody's trying to get. And that's what everybody's selling. So instead of selling a renewal beforehand and cheap insurance, I'm like, okay, well, what if I do those things and I give you 10 or 12 more resources that your current provider or that the marketplace is not even talking about. How would you like that? Uh, yeah. Then it makes it, um, I think that I had a marketing person once say that we want it to be a undeniable purchase. And so they, even if they have a relationship with, if you're a realtor out there and you know, you're trying to sell this multi-million dollar listing, but they've had this friend that's been their realtor for 15 years and multi-transactions and oh my gosh, how do I create that wedge? How do I sever that relationship so I can get in on that multi-million dollar listing and really show these people how good I am? Stack the deck. Did you say stack the deck earlier, Taylor? Stack the deck in your favor because in the reality is I can't serve. And you, if you're a professional salesperson, business person, what have you, you can never truly deliver value to your client unless they're your client. And I tell my prospects that I say, look, we can do all these things for you but I can't give you an ounce of value unless you hire me. And once you hire me, we start rolling out this value added service and you start to really see what the difference is between insurance broker of the past and this new brokerage that we've created that's different. And whether you're selling anything, especially if it's somewhat commoditized and people say, oh, well, you know, are you cheaper than XYZ, XYZ person? Or do you have faster service than XYZ person? You know what you sell against every day. So go find a way. This is why it's magic. And this is why you get paid money when you do it. It's hard. But the magic happens when you figure out what can you do to add value alongside of your current proposition to differentiate yourself in the marketplace to create that undeniable purchase to wedge out the previous competitor or the other person bidding the deal. Yeah. And, and honestly, just through talking to Billy about, you know, uh, obviously, you know, we're, we're friends, so we'll, we'll go deep on it, but not too, too deep, just, you know, uh, on, on the legalities of, you know, his, uh, insurance 
But what I've always picked up and walked away or taken with me from the conversations that we do have revolving around business is what he's, you know, he's talking about. He's passionate about, you know, the extra value ads. And, and I mean, if you, if you think his, his clients aren't excited about it and that's the reason that they are his client, well, you're mistaken for sure. You know, that's exactly why, you know, people want to. So, I mean, I mean, I'm just thinking, I mean, that, that, that's such a huge tip, man. I mean, whether you're uh, you're a lender trying to get a top agent's business, be like, look, I got a lot of value, but you're not going to get an ounce of it until you give me a shot. Boom. Give me a loan, you know, or like you said, you're trying to get the multi-million dollar listing, you know, it's like, look, I, I, I could give you, I can list your house in all these different ways, but you got totally. we got, we got to do it first. Let me interject there too. So, Please. so, so I worked at Wells Fargo bank in their insurance unit a, hand, a handful of years ago. So I worked with a lot of lenders. Great and, stories from that uh, period of your life. Just interject. Oh yeah. You don't have to oh, go the managers there, involved but... <laughs> and everything. There's so much, there's so much, so much drama that happens within a corporation. It's, it's fantastic. It, I learned a ton. Um, but, but here's the thing. If you're the, I always use this example and I got a bunch of banker friends and I love all you guys, but if you're the banker trying to sell on basis points or BIPs, my, my loan's going to be 0.25% cheaper than this other bank or whatever. You're just, you're selling and you're living and dying by the sword of price. So, okay. Who can, don't you want to sell the most expensive product with more value added to it? Right? So a lot of you guys out there listening, you represent quality brands. You're a quality brand yourself. And some of the stuff you might know, but just think of what in 2020, by the end of the year, can I add one or two more valuable tools to my toolbox that I give to my clients? Maybe you are that top uh, agent out there making seven figure commissions every year, but how do you go ahead and, and bump that up for the next year? What can you do to continuously be number one all the time? And I, in my personal opinion, you know, it's the activities and the advertising and relationships and all that stuff's basic. <clears throat> how do you go pick off the business of your number one competitor? And how do you do that consistently? That's, that's, that's the question that I would be asking myself all day, every day. And I do personally. And once you find out what that is, that's when it translates to dollars. And that's why I call it the magic. And the magic is hard to do, but that's why you get paid once you figure it out. He also, Billy also calls it going elephant hunting. I remember January, 2019. Hey man, New Year's resolution. What's your goals? What's you shooting on? It's like, hey, I'm doing bing, 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 and bing. Basically, Taylor, I'm going elephant hunting. <laughs> I'll never forget that phone conversation. So, but you know, you should do that. You know, you got all these different systems and, and opportunities to plug in, to make it rain, to have leads, to farm, to prospect regardless of the industry, but why not, in addition to the direction you're going, you know, I don't know, devote 15, 20%, you, you pick, you know, figure it out, but put some of your time to go elephant hunting because yeah. you know, you're never going to swing one. You're never going to hit one out of the park if you don't swing for the fences. But, but, but you can't allocate all your time. And so, yeah, figure That's out right. that separation of, you know, 30, 30, 30% uh, where you're, you're hitting singles for 30% of the time and then you're going for the double and triple and then you're trying to spend some time doing the home runs. I've worked at a lot of brokerages where there's guys just going for the monster deals all the time. And every couple of years they'll hit one, but like, what do you do when you're not in the process of closing one of those? It's kind of like, man, you suck because you can't close anything. So go hit some singles and doubles, keep that foundation going. Right. And yeah, the big ones are going to come along and yeah. I mean, I'll spend all your time elephant hunting or you'll starve, but yeah, totally. So 
All right, I'm going I'm to segue just because you've got Bora Bora background. We already talked about, you know, you just got married. It's a very exciting part of your life. So right now, what keeps you up at night, man? What do you, what's, what's, what's your biggest fuel? Is it, you know, providing for your new wife and your, in your new life? Like, what, 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 keep, what are you jacked up right now about? Yeah, I mean, that's always going to be a driver. But I think that, uh, most people can relate with that. Um, the biggest thing that keeps me up or that gets me up might be the same. Um, I think it's just like the more the more that I grow as a person as a professional I see these people that are bigger and better and more sophisticated and better systems and just beyond what I am and and I keep trying to just reach and you, you guys can all re relate to that whether you're just starting off or whether you're the most sophisticated you know best person on the planet watching this you've always got that reach uh you're trying to reach for the next next level trying to be like the person that you want to be like um or you know similar in certain respects um that's really it i mean i, I kind of keep it simple like i i have vision boards out the wazoo in my house brooks house all over the place checking stuff off um just trying to have the vision of okay this COVID 19 thing is throwing us all like crazy right but i still want to hit my goals and so every day when i'm like next to my TV in the living room, there's a vision board. So if I'm like watching the news or, you know, just relaxing, my constant uh, subliminal mind is saying, okay, but I got to hit those goals. I got to hit those goals. And so it's really just trying to get to the next level and then making sure that the goals that are important to me, I stay focused on and I'm constantly checking those off the vision board. And if I'm not, then I've got to have a gut check. Like, Hey dude, you haven't checked a vision board goal off in a while. Like, what do you have to do to get there? Do I need to make more sales so I can make more money? Do I need to jump on the computer and plan something? Uh, or do I need to associate with different people to get a different result? And ju mm -hmm. it just kind of keeps your mind going. I I'm a big vision board guy. And, and if you're not, I would encourage you to really um, look into it. You know, it's, it, it's solid stuff. And it keeps you focused, especially when it's so easy to be distracted. I can empathize with those of you that are doing homeschool, and you got distractions and you've got kids and all you Taylor, you're doing it. You're still crushing the game as you know, everybody expects what you're doing, of course. And all these stupid distractions, you can't even go to the grocery store and feel comfortable to pick up an avocado and you're not going to get COVID-19. I mean, come on. So just yeah, staying yeah. focused in a time of disruption, right? So, and being that disruptor in a positive way, that's you, no matter what's going on outside of you, the disruptions, in potentially not so positive ways yeah no I'm, I'm on the bandwagon man it's just that of the vision board i, I believe it you know i joke with my friends yeah I, and I, you I, crush I, your goals too so I, there you I, go I, yeah i mean you know <laughs> it says humbly and i don't know confidently i, I don't know I, I you know i'm a master of law of attraction or speak it into existence either one of those and i feel like they're so they both kind of i've just been doing it for such a long time you know I mean, uh, I'm knocking on the door of 40, right? And I've been, I picked it up when I was 20, right? So it's just, I've, got, I've had a lot of practice, okay? <laughs> so if you, we joke about it all the time, you know, from business to, to personal stuff. We, uh, we, you know, we've always made it work. All right, uh, last segue. And then, uh, you know, oh, real quick, man, I'm gonna do this. How can people get a hold of you? They have any questions, insurance? Uh, yeah, how, how can people get a hold yeah. of you? And I'll preface that, like I do podcasts and I give out my personal cell phone and it starts ringing or people text me or they email me or whatever, like you can do that. Like I, I invite that. And if it's an insurance question or just some other question or whatever, I don't care. Call, 
reach out to me. Let's be friends on Facebook. You can look me up, Billy Bray on Facebook, Houston. That helps. Uh, Billy Bray Houston on LinkedIn. That's that's powerful for me and my business as well. Uh, personal cell phone number, 281-222-4585. Um, I'll turn it on silent. So. <laughs> but uh, And then my, my email address is Billy with a Y at outsourced, past tense, RM. So outsourced, R as in risk, M as in managers.com. Awesome. Perfect. And a couple more questions and then I will, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sign us out of here. Yeah. Just uh, speak to this though. So challenges with, you know, this year, I guess some of the biggest ones you've seen personally, professionally with, you know, others, and then like kind of how you've uh, gotten over some of uh, the personal, I mean, you, you knocked down quite a, quite a lot of positivity and, and, you know, with it, with code with COVID. So maybe you don't have any challenges right now, but I don't know. No, that's, that, no, that's, that, that's far from the case. I focus on the positive and yeah. like, there's so much negative. We could be talking about all this negative stuff and, Oh, I'm so right. beat up and I'm yeah, blood, right. black eyes. We could be talking about that all day, but nobody wants to watch that. Nobody wants to hear my problems. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's totally, I mean, I got engaged like a two weeks before COVID-19 struck the world. Okay. So that was like, Oh man does my bride still want to do this? Like, can we still do it? Is it going to be like, yeah, there's all kinds of, and then like, we got to wear masks at the wedding or we've got to have 70 people instead of 200. Like, yeah, all that stuff sucks, Crazy. but like keeping it real, like it was beautiful and awesome. So just the, the lens that I'm looking through is one of uh, positivity. Uh, yeah. So like a, a lot of us have probably had to pivot during this time. And whether it's within your business or maybe it's going to a different business or a different company or starting something. And I think that having these, the capability of Zoom and the capability of working where you are, whether it's in a different state or just from home, I think that we've learned a lot. And I think that we need to continue to challenge ourselves because I think of like, this is helping the adults, uh, kind of skill up because the people that are graduating high school and graduating college, like this stuff is, this stuff is normal to them. And if yeah. we don't skill up is I'm 34, but if you're 25 or older, and especially the far further away from 25, you are, if you're not learning how to adapt with the, uh, with the social media, with the zoom and all that stuff, you're going to get passed up in a hurry by these people that are coming out of college that this is the new normal for them, but this has always been normal for them. It's the new normal for you because you haven't had to do this during school. You like have in-person lunch meetings twice a week and that's said to be productive, right? Well, you can't do that right now. So um, I think just figuring out how to scale your business and create value for your clients is the most important thing. And I always kind of take this part of the year to launch January. Not that I'm doing anything different now, but my focus is really in January because I don't want to goose egg January, right? And so what can you do right now, anticipation of January 2nd or whatever the first Monday in January is um, to really build the momentum? There's a book, I forget what it's called, that talks about the big M and how powerful momentum is when you stop and start and stop and start. And so you just, it's just, it's just yourself um, uh, self-destructing. But when you can take that big, powerful M and move it through, maybe it takes three months of momentum to go have your biggest blowout January or to have your biggest blowout 
uh, February or your biggest first quarter. That's what I'm focused on. Um, like we're, we're having a, a problem in my company right now. We hired this professional cold caller for pretty good amount of money. He's like, dude, I can't reach anybody. And I've, I'm a 46 year old professional cold caller. This is what I do. I can't reach your contact list because the people that you want me to contact are not at their desk. They're on their cell phone at their home office. And I'm like, well, dude, we're paying you two grand a month. Uh, can you not like Figure reach anybody? <laughs> yeah. And so, and so me and my business partner, Hale, the uh, insurance attorney, we're having lunch today and we're like, well, we've got we've to gotta figure something else out. We've got to pivot, redeploy those marketing dollars somewhere else or put them on pause and double up in January. I don't know. We're, I mean, yeah, we're, there's challenges all over the place. Like you can always call somebody at their office and get in touch with them if you're willing to either call them or spend the money on somebody to call for you. So like, that's weird. So now we've got to pivot to LinkedIn marketing or emails or we're trying to figure it out. Yeah. I think that's always good to keep an open mind and stuff. And, uh, and you know, I'll, I'll drop a nugget. You just made me think of this a second ago. Cause you're right. We can't do in-person lunches. Take it with a grain of salt. Some people are like, I'm going to lunch all the time. I mean, I, and some people are like, I'm not doing it, whatever. So I don't care where you are, but check this out, call them up. Be like, Hey, let's go to lunch via zoom i'm gonna have lunch delivered to your office delivered to your home and we're gonna get on a video and we're gonna have lunch together who says you can't do that happy hour you don't want to go to a venue and drink somewhere at a bar not mad at you for that same thing you can have the app favor have a six-pack a bottle of wine deliver to their house and set up a zoom meeting 5 5 30 p.m 4 30 p.m whatever you know whatever works for y'all but you can still have a drink with uh with the person right here and you can be super safe doing it Sorry. That's, that's super creative. No, I love that. Like I, I haven't even I thought of that. In. It's, it seems really like I should have been doing that for months now, but sure. cause, okay. So, so then also, and I know you asked me what my challenges are and I'm not trying to teach, but I'm also like helping myself while I say these things is, so are you gonna, you know, how do you make it happen instead of make the excuse? So like what you just said, yeah, you can still do these things and still cultivate the relationships and still get yeah. referrals and leads and close deals and maybe have your biggest year ever. Um, maybe a lot of people aren't thinking about that right now, but I know some of you guys watching are, and probably the ones that are thinking about it are the ones doing it. Mm -hmm. So w what do you do to just, you gotta be smarter, faster, more creative and deliver more value than your competitor. And you're gonna be, you're gonna be at the top, right? So just, I, what, what keeps me up at night? How to be smarter, faster, more creative, more valuable, and just better overall yeah. than, than my competitors. And I mean, that's what I think about all the time. I can be watching TV and I'm thinking about how can I be faster, smarter, you know? And so <laughs> that's, I, I would challenge each of you guys, like what, what's that look like in your business? You're selling steel, you're selling houses, you're doing mortgages. Oh my gosh, I'm an insurance guy. You're a realtor, you're a mortgage person. You had a ton of competition, okay? Don't yeah. sell on price, sell on value and smarter faster better experience all that that's awesome hey drop your book it sounded like you're about to like the cookbook he's got a cookbook by the way he's got an insurance book cookbook quicker faster healthy cheap easy no did the did the cook one too buy it buying commercial insurance it's not really... published yet, but it's in, it's in publishing um yeah the cookbook is uh fast easy cheap healthy meals uh i wrote it 10 years ago when I was a bachelor trying to figure out how to not get fat, keep my protein intake up and not spend all my money on food. It's on Amazon. It's Go on Amazon. It I think it's like nine bucks, but yeah, totally check it out. It's really, really basic and simple. Good for anybody that 
needs to cook, wants to cook, or has to cook. All right, man. I'm about to get us out of here. Last couple of questions before we do. Um, what's uh, what's the what's your speaking of books? What's your favorite book or a lot current book that you're reading right now? So my last book, and I know you're going to ask me this. I've read a couple, but the last book that was impactful because my last one was okay. Um, the the last impactful book that I really liked was called Start with Why. Start with Why. A lot of you have probably heard about it. If you haven't. I would pick it up. I read 25 books a year, have for 12 years. And so it's one of my favorites. I would say that it's very important to come from a place of why you're doing something and then do it versus attempt to do it and then figure out why. So like my why was I want to crush these big brokers and all my competitors. That's but okay. That, that's a reason, but then why, and then go to the next level. And then why again, it's kind of like, why is a, well, you can tell who the, the who the smart five-year-old is going to be because they're always asking dad, mom, why, why, why? And then they learn that way. Ask yourself those hard questions. And then when you give the answer, take it a level deeper. And then you're going to be like, well, because I want to hang at home and chill with my wife. I don't want to be at work. Maybe that's your ultimate why. Okay, well, then get up and then go do all the things that you need to do to be able to accomplish that true why. Or if it's from a customer satisfaction perspective, like why do you want your clients to be happy? Well, because then they stay around. Well, why do you want them to stay around? Well, because, and then you just take yourself, take yourself 10 levels deep on why you're doing what you're doing. You'll learn a lot about yourself. It's awesome. Fantastic, man. All right. Favorite artist, musical genre. Who you got? I mean, I like Metallica. Just, I, I grew up with them. I like your brother, man. I asked your brother that like a month ago. I was like, answer. hey, what, what do you like to listen to? He goes, Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I like a lot of different types of music for different reasons, but I mean, they, they just get me going, whether it's in the gym, driving down the street, you know, I know all the words of their songs. So there's kind of that familiar, familiarity. Um, but also like when I was in Bora Bora, I didn't want to be listening to Inner Sandman. I wanted to be like feeling like I'm just floating and everything's happy and cool. So I get on uh, Spotify and did like uh, Hawaiian music or something like that. Cause Tahitian music is just a bunch of steel drums and it's kind of a, it's not relaxing. So. <laughs> so, think about uh, that. But that's that's an interesting point, man, that you brought so, up. Being open-minded to other stuff, you know. Um, yeah. But but knowing my core, you know, I like to get excited. Uh, if I'm walking into the gym or a business meeting, I want to have that extra adrenaline. I, I think that it rubs off on clients, and and they can see that. Man, this guy is like. I had somebody the other day said it. You act like you want to headbutt a kangaroo. Um, but I'm like, okay, I, I think that was a compliment, but I think that what they were really trying to say is like, I see your passion because you're so excited about like this insurance yeah. thing that most people hate or it's boring or it's just, you know. That's right. Yeah. No, that's fantastic. Love it, man. Uh, what's your favorite brand or product that you can't live without? Oh man. Well, so I'm a polo and a Nike guy when it comes to apparel, they just fit right. I can rely on them. Um, political stuff aside, I don't even less listen to that stuff, but polo and Nike are my favorite, but then Apple, I mean, it's, it, it kind of sucks though, because I'm so dependent on Apple and Google and Facebook. Um, I mean, they're great brands and they keep their clients coming back. Don't they every day, multiple times a day. That's the biz, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. And oh, oh Amazon. Don't Nobody has said Amazon on the show. You know, I, man, it's because I think I should have shut up. You're probably going to hit it. You can get what you need from Amazon, but if you look at your bill, it's like, oh man, I, 
if I, it, at one point I deleted my Amazon app, I swear I saved more money that month than I've ever saved. <laughs> yeah, I, I swear. I, I think my boys think that like my mail or Amazon is like the, like Santa Claus because they're always, Dad, can we go see if there's any packages today? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No <laughs> gift wrapping paper required. And you kind of get that addiction. It's like I had a face mask that had a tuxedo on it. Like I get all excited because I got a package. It's that's that's negative. Don't do that. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, mentor or a coach? Do you have one currently? So when I get asked if I have a mentor or a coach, the, I don't have a coach that I pay money to. I don't have a mentor that I eat breakfast with or have lunch with or have coaching calls with on a regular basis. But I, I have these people that I look up to like Harvey McKay. Uh, he's an author. <clears throat> um, I, I look at people that are untouchable for me that I may not be able to have lunch with or not may not be able to have that personal relationship with and I try to just absorb who they are Jim Rohn um like these old time big shots that were just awesome at customer service and building large companies and the people that I look up to are the people that I read their material and there's there's the newer guys the Gary V and the Grant Cardones they have great stuff I'm not discounting them at all but when you look at somebody like a Harvey McKay or a Jim Rohn, they have these old school principles of the 1970s, of the 1980s, that if you're into the Gary Vee and, and the Grant Cardone and all that stuff, you might really fall in love with these guys because what these guys don't have is the social media stuff and the reach and like, you know, how you're building this equity fund with all your sales guys that are successful because they're buying into your stuff. That's great for a grant. But what I would also say is the customer service component that comes with uh, McKay Envelope Company that he'll teach you and talk to you through. There's um, a lot of nuggets from him. And then Jim Rohn is just awesome, especially on audio. If you listen to him, he has this just, man, like you just want to like the guy and you just want to like shake his hand and talk to him for, for a little bit. He's not like super in your face invasive um, like some of the new day people are. But I would also say, um, I also want to give a shout out uh, to Esther uh, Wildenberg and Sherry Tree. They run this company called Bank, B-A-N-K. Um, I, I, I look up to them a lot as well. I met them five, six years ago, and they talk about how to sell to different types of personalities. And if you haven't looked up Bank, B-A-N-K, I would totally look them up. Um, they're they say that they'll take your closing percentage from what it is and just blow it up. And, and, and I've personally experienced that because what I would say, and I know this is a long answer, but um, I have a certain personality and I can sell to people that have my same personality. But if I go try to sell to somebody that's got an opposite personality, I need to know how to hit their hot buttons. So they're like, okay, this guy's a little bit different than me, but he knows exactly what I want. That, that real intellectual, that uh, engineer type that wants to know the nitty gritty details of, well, I don't want to just know the price and the coverage. I want to know how it works and the mechanics and this and that. They teach you how to sell to all four different personality types. Um, bank. They, they call it like code breakers, I think. Uh, go look them up on Facebook. They're all over the place. They're awesome. It's uh, Bank by Esther and who? Uh, Sherry. C-H-E-R-I. And her last name is Tree. T-R-E-E. Sweet. Awesome. Great nugget right there. And last question, man. Best advice you ever got? And who gave it to you? Oh man, I knew you were going to ask me this question. There, there's, there's so many. Um, I don't want to give something that my mom or dad gave me, even though they're probably the best nuggets that I've ever had. 
Those are uh, some of the best ones we get on this show, man. I'm not, I'm I not, know, I'm not I guessing, know. man. What mom and dad say? I mean, you know, this don't lie, cheat, don't steal. Um, you know, I made that one of the life lessons for my boys. I'll thank you for saying that. I appreciate it. It's hanging on my wall in the house. And it's awesome. I don't want to discount it, but what I'll tell your audience is I had a, um, I had a manager once and I had this big lofty goal ahead of me and I was a brand new salesperson. This is when I started at Wells Fargo. Um, and his name's Jim. He said, and I'm saying selling this to your audience. He said, Billy, you're a winner. Now go win. You're a winner. Now go win. And, and that stuck with me because he didn't know I was a winner or a not or whatever, but he believed in me and he instilled that confidence in me. But even sometimes I looked back, I was like, man, I'm six months into this job. Jim told me I've got to go win. And so I'm like, okay, well, let me just go do this because he told me I could. If, you're, awesome. sitting out, if you're sitting out there, don't forget to tell yourself that, you know, or tell your son that, or tell your spouse that, or tell your employees that. Like, if you have employees, make sure that they remember the big boss knows that they're awesome and that they, you expect a lot from them. And I can't remember how many times I've looked back in 12 years, 13 years since he said that. And it's coming up on your podcast. I could have pulled anything out of here. You're a winner, go win. Your people need to rem remember that from you, the leader. Mm -hmm. And you need to remember that is whoever you are sitting out here listening to this message right now too. And don't let, don't let the current state of global affairs like screw your business up because it's just a cop out. And it's frankly, the winners are going to win and they're probably going to win more now than ever because they're, they're figuring out ways to, and the people that aren't winning, I'm not going to say the L word, but the people that aren't winning, um, they're probably making a lot of excuses. So for the people that are watching your show, for the successful guys and girls and men and women out there that I know watch Disruption Nation coast to coast, um, go take advantage of the situation that you're in because you got a bunch of people making excuses. The market's opened up. Go take their clients and win. Love it, man. That was a great finish right there. Not gonna lie. Win. <laughs> That's uh that is it. That is where it's at. So B, thank you so much for being on the show. One more time, please tell uh people how to get a hold of you again. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. It's always a lot of fun. Uh yeah, look man. up to your uh to your show and all the viewers. It's just, it's just amazing what you've done with the show and uh, you've really branded it well. And so hats off to you, man. Um so thank you. Phone number is 281-222-4585. Or just look me up on Facebook or LinkedIn, Billy Bray, Houston. You should be able to find me. Yeah. So thank you again for being on the show. And again, what's the name of the book? Insurance Answers, right? Oh, yeah. Let's see here. Yeah. Again, any answer or question you got, he can answer it. He's got a specialty. You just heard what it is. But, you know, it's if you, if you just need point of reference, you don't have to sit on hold with an 800 customer service insurance whatever you know here you go um you're welcome thank you for being on the show <laughs> i'm glad you're here today so guys disruption nation podcast show platform youtube subscribe like us hundreds of videos there you can check out for free tons of value with great entrepreneurs and uh great successful business-minded people just like billy download it on your favorite podcast app so uh, it's typically the route i go driving around trying to listen to stuff when i when i get a minute in between everything else but Every Tuesday, two o'clock, we drop one of these. So if you know somebody you think would be a good candidate for the show, please reach out, uh, Facebook or you know, however we're easy to find or get a hold of. And that's about it. And we hey, thank you for being on the show. And until next time, we'll see you next week. Thanks for having me. See you guys.